Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to That's Hockey Talk, coming to you because we actually have some hockey to talk about. The NHL and the NHLPA agreed on the format of how to finish the season and continue in the playoffs, the 2014 format. Uh, Fox, if you could throw that up there for us. There we go. Uh, so there we go. We get all the 16 regular playoff teams and then all the bubble teams find a way to make everyone happy here. Uh, of course, you can't please everyone, but as much as you can. Uh, and then the four major conference winners there, four major division winners, I should say, are going to play a couple exhibition, a couple round robin games to get determine who plays who after the play-in games. And Pat McAfee joining us here as well. AQ, how you doing out there? You look good for once in the garage. You got good lighting. We can hear you okay. How you feeling, buddy? Hockey's back. Hockey's back. Let's go, baby. I love it. I can't wait to see what happens. The only thing that pisses me off more than anything is the fact that Philly got hot at the end and they get to fucking buy and Pittsburgh's got to play to fucking get in. Let's go. It's Let's not, go. It's not a buy. Learn hockey. It's a buy. It's not a buy. It's a round robin. They're going to have to play in three games at least, which, by the way, I mean, the Pens maybe get five games to get the rust off if they have to. If it goes to a full five games, they're still going to have to play. I think this has been they gotta, the, they're playing to get back in shape, but they don't they don't lose and go out. They they can lose coming forth and just go on to the next thing. Yeah. This is what we just talked about. You know, you can't make everyone happy. But again, I think we can all agree here. This is a good plan in place to get these guys back on the ice and get our eyeballs on television and give us something to watch. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. I can't wait to watch this thing again. AQ, how do you feel about Bettman doing this live on television and laying out this incredible roadmap just strictly as a leverage play because the NHL PA is going to have to agree to all this? Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be very interesting because I think, uh, you know, I, I read some quotes, I think, from some of the PA members and it's like, you know, there's going to there's gonna be some, there's definitely going to be some, some roadblocks that the, the players are going to have to agree to or not agree to, right? So, like, obviously he put all this out there as kind of just a tug-of-war match, and, um, you know, there's still a lot of roadblocks to oh, cross before this thing gets back. A lot. Like, th this – I like this move by the NHL, by the way, and I told Nick this off the air, and I think I said it on the air as well. The NHL has been notoriously stupid with their marketing, PR, and everything like that. The sport should be – grown tenfold than what it already has especially i mean we all grew up in pittsburgh so we know the greatness of hockey and hockey playoffs and shit like that but this decision to get out in front of this thing lay out something that even if you're not a hockey fan you would enjoy is a really good idea for him and if nick is telling me accurate statements here they've already been paid so the only thing he would have to deal with is playoff checks which guys uh, should be able to get okay with. There should be able, uh, an ability to come to an agreement there. That seems a big hold, big hold up in the MLB. It feels like this is going to happen, and I fucking am here for it. Oh, it 100% feels like it's going to happen. I'm here for it too, and I'm pumped. But the good news is, and this is a very smart move on their part because they've been trying to climb the ladder in terms of rel you know, relativity, I guess. In, in relevance, relevance, in, relevance. In, in America. Yeah, relevance. And you know, they've, they've basically been at the bottom dwelling of the four major sports, but if they can get this thing rolling during this time and basically be the only show in town, then, you know, they, they can really rise in popularity and possibly, you know, climb out of the bottom dweller. Yeah, and it's a, it's a good point. It's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get eyes on this because the TV money is so little compared to what the other major sports leagues are. It's the gate revenue that they rely on. Pierre Maguire told us a lot about this on the live show. <laughs> 
Yeah, big one. Good point. And it's 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 serious because they don't make that much money from these TV contracts. So if they can expand upon that and show that people will watch this and then get the networks to pay more for it down the line, is you're going to sustain the league. Line. Is that the big deal? Like ESPN doesn't have an NHL deal. That's why nobody really knows about it because ESPN and stuff like that. Or is it because it's on NBC Sports? Why doesn't it have such a good like when he said it didn't have a good TV deal? That was very interesting to me. I'm like, well, why not? It's an established league. It should have a good TV deal at this point. Yeah. It, and that's my theory is that why it severely lacks in popularity because it's not getting that mainstream ESPN push where you're seeing things on SportsCenter, you're seeing things get shoehorned into like first take and not that they're going to spend a whole show on first take time about hockey, but you might get something thrown in there once in a while. PTI used to do it every once in a while, but you never see it on ESPN. Do you think we can get, it, it sounds like we might be able to get access to clips, huh? For our Potentially, YouTube? you never know. I don't know, maybe. Because at the end of the day, the only the only way you're really catching highlights is if you watch what is it on the fly on NHL Network. Yeah, the NHL that, Network that, does a good job of it, but I mean, who uh, who has the NHL Network? Who knows where it's at? And you know, a lot of people don't even know they have it or don't care. I wonder how much clips. I absolutely are. love NBC Sports coverage. I absolutely think they do a yeah. fantastic job. They got great commentators, and I think they do a fantastic job actually putting putting the sport you know at, at the top of the at the top of the list. It would be nice if some motherfuckers would see it. Would be agreed, but this is this goes back to what we just talked about. It's like a cupcake, right? They they put this plan out like, hey, we don't know how exactly we're going to do this yet, but here's the frosting. You're getting that first. The sweet stuff's on top. We're coming back. We'll figure out the rest later. Eat it, enjoy it, shut up, and then let us figure it out. So they got the next three or four weeks to figure out where where they're going to play in the two hub cities. They're going to have potentially they, one they, Eastern they don't Western know hub yet. City. They don't no. know the hub city. They don't know when it's going to happen. They don't know if they have enough tests. They don't know if the players are ready. How long the players are going to need? But they have an incredible plan which is really smart to get out there in front of that because you went over the PR war immediately. Yeah. Because if the players come back and have any disagreement with it, you got shows like us saying like, hey, this is good for hockey. This is great for the sport. If the players say, no, we can't do it, they're the bad guys all of a sudden. And everything in the collective bargaining is all about who's the bad guys, who's the good guys. I watched a little clip of your guys' thing earlier with Pierre, and it's, it's funny that he brought up the fact that whatever, there's 24, 25 big name free agents. Oh yeah, That's not going to be enough to hold this thing up. Hell no. There's 900 other players that are like, hey, let's roll this thing going. Then they got to go, right? I mean, at the end of the day. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's lay out a couple Hell things yeah. we do know. We <laughs> do know that most of the players have been paid all the way up. I think they're missing one check. So a lot of guys, I think, are going to be willing to say, okay, you can. this shouldn't be that hard to sort out. The playoff are paid in bonuses, much like they are, you guys know, in the NFL. They're not actual game checks. So it's going to be significantly reduced salary anyways. Me and AQ know. We know. Not every uh, Big-time playoff guys. Not every NFL player knows, but me and AQ know. Yeah, we've been there a couple times. Been the big dance. Fucking Drew Brees. So they got to figure out how they're going to test the players. And allegedly, they're going to test them every night. And with the phase two, these informal – skates they have coming up they're going to test uh once or i'm sorry two times every week and they're going to check symptoms every day so that's one way to hopefully appease the masses and keep everyone safe hey we're monitoring symptoms we're going to test but we're not going to test every night when we start playing games we'll test every night they're going to try and do two exhibition games per team so everyone has a chance to get their legs under them we don't know how long training camp's going to be could be three weeks could be two weeks you know maybe some guys get back there and they don't need all that time and then you're just wasting time letting guys get back into shape when they're already in shape we do know that there's going to be 28 skaters allowed on the team up from the normal what is it 22 23 on a regular roster oh maybe we make the team got a chance now you got a chance and on pittsburgh send we do know nick or nick bugstead is out 
from a setback from his Fuck. surgery. But, but GM Jim Rutherford said, Who's this guy? We're optimistic stitch? that Jake Gensel will be back. Young stud, young sniper, Jake Gensel's back. That's good news. Who's this other guy that AQ hates? Nick Bugstead. Nick Bugstead. Six foot six, big big boy. More like Bugstead. Four turn, yeah. I've had two of them. I'm back in six weeks. This guy's taking six fucking years to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that defender that I hated? Can he get sick too? Oh, who did you hate? Uh, Oli Mata. We sent him to Chicago last year. Good. Try. No, that's who AQ hated. No, nah, you hated him. I liked Oli Mata. <laughs> I liked Mata two A's in there. Who, who's the left defenseman? You guys said we just paid him. I watched one game and he had four turnovers. Jack Johnson. No, it wasn't Jack Johnson. I think it was. That's also who you hate. I think it was Jack Johnson. He, four turnovers for four goals against the Flyers. As soon as I turn on a fucking game, it's like, who is this guy and why is he on the ice? Take off the, Get him out of there. Take off the Penguin, uh, pal. That's not how we play hockey around here in hockey time. Brian Dumoulin will be back. He missed some time as well. That's good you're just, just going to fist pump? Yeah, it's an audio show. I'm, I'm listening to the update. Come on. We got more guys coming back. I was trying to remember. I was trying to remember who it was that Pat was so adamantly I against. I it was Marcus Pedersen. That's who it was. Pedersen. He, he had a couple turnovers. He had a bad game. Solid guy. But let's talk about the hub cities, the potential Sticks. hub cities. Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Las Vegas, L.A., Minneapolis, St. Paul, Pittsburgh, Toronto, Vancouver. We talked about having one Eastern Conference hub, one Western Conference hub. The time zones are going to play a big factor here. Uh, I buried Edmonton on McAfee and Hawk the other day. I got a couple tweets about it. I mean, I'd love to visit Edmonton, I see, but it's just what people are saying. People don't want to go there to live there and play as free agents. There is zero chance we ever visit Edmonton. I just want to be on record that I would like to, but I agree. Uh, it's the same reason NHL free agents don't want to go there. It's cold, but this might pay off here because a big thing... We'll go to Edmonton. I think we should go to Edmonton because it sounds like nobody fucking goes to Edmonton, <laughs> so we might be the only show in town. Cheap to go there. This is a real thing. I think you're going to laugh at this, but this is a real thing. The longer the playoffs go on later in the summer, the ice gets bad because it legitimately is hot outside, and these arenas have to bring in extra air conditioning units and extra AC trucks to pump in to keep it cold. This is a real thing for an advantage for Edmonton, which is up there in the in the Northern Hemisphere. Bro, they can keep things cool they got food even trucks. in the summertime. They got food trucks that, can, that bring smoothies to people in 120 degrees. These, these people can't figure out how to keep the ice cold? It gets a little choppy. It you gets heat a little up, sloppy the out there. Keeps- so they got to keep it cold. So I think that is the one thing Edmonton does have going for them. They talked about they made a big old pitch. They got we got a secure golf course right next to the arena where these guys can go. Bingo. Uh, but I think I think Vegas is the is the no brainer out there. Maybe L.A. because L.A. you don't have to deal with a home team playing because the Kings are so far out of it. Vegas you'd have to deal with the Knights going east, so they're not getting any type of home ice advantage. But Vegas has the infrastructure. They have the hotels. They have the facilities right there. I think Vegas is hold, a no brainer. Hold, hold on, let me interrupt you here real quick. You just brought up Vegas as the thing. We just talked about heat heat being an issue. It's yep. going to be 120 degrees. Pump it in, baby. Hold pump on. it in. Only- Get all the AC units you can. Pump it in. I was thinking about this, though. Everybody knows the desert. In the morning cold and in the night cold. During, there's going to be three games a day in each venue if Vegas was a Let host. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This week we're getting a heat wave here in Phoenix. Vegas, very similar climate. It's going to be 111 degrees on Friday. You know what it's going to be in the morning? What's that? By 9 o'clock, it's going to be 96 degrees. It's dry heat, though. 
It's dry heat. Yeah. Plus, you're not going to have all the people in the arena. Body heat. We know body heat. All that oh, people squish yeah. together. That is a huge factor. My body on your body makes me want to get naughty and potty. Body on body makes me want to get naughty and potty. My, my body. Mm-hmm. Your body. Shout out, pretty Ricky. Fuck you, AQ. AQ, have you thought about this big thing with no fans in the stands? How are these guys going to know when to shoot on the power play? Question. That's a good question. Shoot it! Shoot the puck! Shoot it! Shoot the fucking shit! This whole no fans thing is a nightmare. And you said you like the Bundesliga pumping crowd noise? I do, yeah. You like that? Yeah, I do. You, You can't think about it. Okay, you just kind of have to zone out and watch the boring sport. But then when you do that, it kind of just makes you feel like you're you're really watching. So you hated it, huh? I didn't love it, man. And I do I do agree with what you said and the fact that they did a solid job, kind of not showing yeah, the yeah. crowd. They did a great job, kind of with the coverage of just kind of leaving that out. I, I agree. It's still at the end of the day, you know that that's the issue. So let's just. Let's just embrace it. Like, it is what it is, right? Like, at this point, like, there's going to be no fans. Like, I, I kind of enjoy, like, you're going to be able to hear, like, hopefully, like, the, you know, the, the mics are pretty good in hockey. And it's like the UFC where you can hear these dudes, like, talking oh, to each yeah. other on the ice. That's what I want. Okay, here's a, re- here's a real thing along that line, the though. The UFC is maybe better without fans. And I know that stinks for the fans that love to go to these fights. And I've I've been to a couple human cockfights with you, by the way. We watched a guy... Oh, yeah. The after party was incredible as well, but the I, great night. But the oh, terrible morning, great, <laughs> great night. I missed three planes the next day, but sure did, sure, sure did. But I think the UFC is better without the fans, and that that might be insane. It's not good for the UFC's pockets because the ticket sales and shit like that. But man, the sounds of just somebody popping somebody right in a suckle is just so loud. If hockey does have that effect, I would because even the the ice, the whole thing, it is it has good sound effects in of itself. It's just whether or not they want to hear the players and the refs chirping or not. I think or it like, works. You know, like all the clips, all the clips you see of Crosby talking. You know, with obviously the fans just mic'd up, but like if you can hear that live action, him being like tapping the stick, hey, over here, over here, shoot back. Reverse, reverse. That's fucking gold, boys. Give it up. I think it works for the Bundesliga so well. Because those those fans are chanting and cheering the whole game yeah. long. I think it's gonna be a little bit different with football and hockey, whereas like they're reacting to plays specifically. So you get rises and you get boos and things in the crowd with the momentum of the game. Soccer is kind of that steady, like great question though. I mean, who is time. who is gonna tell them when to shoot the puck? It's a real thing. I I don't think these guys are gonna know. I feel like they're gonna be lost out there. Damn it. Couple other things we do know with the regular season officially over, we can give out some awards that aren't voted on. So the statistical awards, uh, Alex Ovechkin and David Pasternak are sharing the Rocket Richard Trophy with 48 goals for the the best goal scorer during the season with the most goals. So hats off to Ovi. Ninth ninth time Ovi's won this award, but it did deny him his ninth 50th goal season. And he is chasing Gretzky's goal record. He, it is in reach. Yeah, but we should all assume that this one was a 50-goal season for Ovechkin. Yeah, he had 48. I mean, 12 games left. To, he might have got 55. If the NHL was any type of professional organization, they would say, 
Ovechkin scored 50 goals. We're giving it to him. We did not expect COVID-19 to come in. That should count as a part of his record. No, nah, I can't do it. Got to respect the game. Fuck it. The, the, respect the game and the virus. Gretzky, Gretzky didn't slide the puck in on the ice against guys wearing pillows on his legs to have his record shattered by Ovechkin getting two imaginary goals. Okay? You think Gretzky would fucking score 48 goals halfway through a season, basically? Answer's no. He did score 50 and 50. Wow. Oh, pretty good player. <laughs> Connor McDavid finishes with 97 points, uh, falls just short of his fourth straight 100 point season. His teammate, though, Leon Dreisaitl, AQ, I know you're a big Leon Dreisaitl guy. First German German born player wins the Art Ross trophy with 110 points. First yeah, German to win the Art Ross. Wow, Guten Tag, Gary. In now Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Owns the top odds in the first lottery. Oh, the worst draw team. For the number okay, one overall the pick. worst team is yeah. Detroit. Congrats to them being eighteen point five percent. Detroit doesn't. Detroit doesn't deserve all this suck. By the way, too much suck for that town. They don't deserve it. The people of Detroit don't deserve all the suck that's been coming in out there, especially when they call themselves hockey town. Yeah, it's been a historic run of sucking in Detroit. But hey, credit the Wings. I said this once. On a year that really doesn't matter, you're not even playing for a Stanley Cup. You're just playing for a COVID Cup. Credit the Wings for tanking and getting that. All right, hopefully. Hey, hey first no, pick. this is a real thing. We're we're gonna do. We're gonna get in this now because we are not going to discredit the winner of the Stanley Cup this season no. just because of this 2014 tournament. Th- they should be lifted up even more, I think, AQ, because there was limited uh, training. They're away from their families for a couple of months. They're not without fans now. They're dealing with the heat on the ice. You heat up the. I mean, literally, I think it's worth even more now because it's a COVID Cup. It it may have an asterisk next to it when it goes down the history books, but if you have to go through three full rounds and in the final to win that cup, it counts, baby. You don't see people talking shit on the lockout shortened seasons, the cup winners there. Oh, they only played 48 games. They only played 60 games. doesn't matter. People people forget about it. Well, I didn't know what happened. I don't think AQ did. Hey, can I, give, can I give another semi-trophy to uh, to our boy Sidney Crosby here? Because I read of this course. stat last night. Best player of all time? Congrats. Best player of all time, but here we go. Oh, he became... Only the third player in NHL history to average more than a point a game for 15 seasons. Him, Lemieux, and Gretzky. Let's go. Let's go. Wow. Just what? Echoing the sentiments of Pierre Maguire, he said, when you're talking about the greatest players of all time, you talk Sidney Crosby, you talk Mario Lemieux, you talk Gretzky, and you talk Bobby Orr. That's the Mount Rushmore of hockey, and it's been a nice run here being able to be Sidney Crosby's biggest fan. Couldn't agree more. I love this guy. This guy lifts me up. Yeah, he does. Every summer. He lifts me up every summer. Every summer. I feel like he can't do more, and he does more. Even whenever he broke America's heart, okay, which I normally would have just cut off the entire country of Canada immediately upon it happening. Couldn't do it because of Sidney Crosby. He just had to respect it so much that he put his country on his damn back. That's what Sidney Crosby does. You stood when they played O Canada because it was Crosby. I did. Well, I stood for the other other countries nationally because I have respect for people. So that is that is what I did. Okay, that is that is how I operate. Really nice of you. Well, you won't play unless there's fans in the stands because you do it for the fans. You did say that on this show that the fans give you a tremendous boost if you're feeling down, if you're feeling sick. You know, you go out there and you pour your heart out for those people in the stands because they pay their hard-earned money to see you ram your head into another human being head on at full speed. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how hard playing sports is? Professional sports. How hard is it, Pat? Well, you were 
you've never really had run into people very oh, much. Oh, please. Come on, it's during holidays, one of the most hey, notorious things on the internet. Who's got more tackles, just, you or me? Just answer the fucking question. Who's got more NFL tackles, you or me? I feel like I do. I feel like I do. You don't. Who's got more <laughs> Who's got more NFL rush yards, you or me? I feel like you have that. Who has more completions in the NFL, you or me? Yeah, I feel like you got that. Okay, who's more of a football player? Let's talk about it. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't give a straight face. You're 100 right. Playing, playing in a position like your position, which is physically demanding and a pain in the ass. Literally, I could see how fans and raise the importance and raise the hype up level. I just had to uh, kind of kick in a sack there a little like, there's, bit. There's times where you go to the stadium and you're like, Linval Joseph today. <laughs> I would much rather. Funnel diary in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aaron Donald today. Can't wait. Uh, can't but wait. you look up and you're like, let's go. I can do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah I got this today. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Red Sea was with you at that time. Yeah. No doubt. Red Sea. Rise up. You think these hockey players are going to be in shape? Yeah, I do. I think, I think, uh, I mean, just based on judging like at least my sport for instance i feel like i think you're gonna have really, people have really taken this seriously like i do i feel like i feel like there was so much uncertainty and you didn't know when or if it was going to come back so you had to prepare as if tomorrow you were going to get a call and it was like hey come back to work so i think, I think you're gonna have a handful of guys taken, probably one or two on each team that are probably struggling seriously. a little bit did you charge the nfl for that gym you just built in your garage there no, but I think once I sign with the team, I think they give everybody, like, they've given everybody that's on a team, like, even if, if once you sign with the team, they'll give every, they give everybody, like, a, you know, a couple thousand dollars, like, stipend check to, like, offset some of the costs. Do you think the NHL guys all have a performance area around them in their houses and stuff? I feel like hockey. But I think the hardest thing, and Nick, you could probably attest to this, I think the hardest thing is, like, a lot of these ice rinks aren't open. So like I don't know yeah, you can't. I mean, there's no way they're getting like on that. the ice. I think they can obviously do all the training and stuff, but I don't know how much, you know, running hills and you know running and lifting applies so much to being in skating shape. I, I can't answer that question. Yeah, me neither. Well, maybe this guy can. On the phone, we got a guy who's been giving us a lot of information throughout this whole thing. He's been keeping us up to speed on everything that's going on. NRD at NHL Rumors Daily. NRD, how you doing? Here we go, NRD! What's up, guys? How you guys doing? How come you don't FaceTime in? Uh, Because I'm in this Bruce Wayne-style bat cave of NHL rumors and news and debauchery, (laughs) and I would put my identity out there. I don't know if I'm ready to do that at this time. Solid answer. You've been like digging that. through the muck there, through the through all the weeds. You found some stuff, and one of the biggest questions we've been asking lately, and everyone's it's been on everyone's mind, is how are the teams going to figure out what happens after that first play-in round? Is it going to be a five-game series? Is it going to be a seven-game series? And are they going to reseed from those initial top four division winners? So right now, the NHL and the NHLPA are in negotiations regarding the playoff format after the play-in round of 24, and right now, I've been getting information in over the course of the morning that the players in the league are working on a compromise that would take the NHL's uh, preferred choice of bracketing the tournament, and there's many reasons why that's preferred, gambling being the main thing. It's a lot easier, like March Madness, 
Bingo. place bets and pick teams based on a bracket, then reseeding. It's less math for the uh, common folk to do. Fucking bingo. Um, the, the players want reseeding. They feel that that gives their teams a better shot. Mm-hmm. I think there's a compromise that the league and the players are working on right now that has the round of 24 proceed in a best-of-five series, as Commissioner Gary Bettman said yesterday. And then after that round, there will be a reseeding to play those top four teams that are playing in their own round, uh, round robin. Then it will be bracketed from the round of 16 going forward through the Stanley Cup final. Huh. All right. I mean, that's, I, hey, that's what a compromise is. Both sides, you get a little something, but you don't get everything you want. You got to deal with it. You got to take it. You got to make the best of what is presented. Well, you know, sometimes you get what you need. You get what you need. NRD, how'd you know this shit before Bettman said it yesterday? Uh, his office is bugged. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I got sources, and there's a bunch of people around the league that I talk to and that I respect, and that's part of the reason to answer your question from before why I don't uh, go public with who I am yet. You know, there's a great deal of respect between me and them, and I don't want to out them by outing myself. You can draw connections and lines through there. But, uh, yeah, there's just this information coming in. Listen, people love to talk. And uh, if you look at uh, our guy Shams from the NBA, I mean – he was a nobody till he was a somebody. He was a he was an NBA rumors daily until the athletic decided to give him a job. So people talk, and uh, unfortunately for the NHL, they better uh, keep a closer eye on who's talking because NRD's got the scoop. <laughs> well, NRD, I like that you're eavesdropping on people from the control room back there. What are you hearing about the potential? Uh, roadblocks in this entire thing because they've given us this road map but there's a lot of shit that has to be handled is that happening behind the scenes like as we speak like for instance the players on how much money they're going to get paid how far they'll be away from their families all the stuff that the mlb is not going to be able to figure out is the nhl already trying to get to work on that stuff yeah so to answer your question in shorthand the players were paid uh there's only one paycheck outstanding between the NHL and the NHLPA at this point. There's only one paycheck that the players haven't gotten from that past that last two weeks of the season when the uh, season was postponed. So the players and the league are not really negotiating over money right now. I don't think that'll be an issue. I think the players will get paid once they come back in uh, mid-July to late July. And with that, the biggest roadblock, money aside, I think is honestly health. I think it's testing. There's a lot of players that are uncomfortable with going into that bubble, that Hotel California that you mentioned. You could check in, but you can never leave. Uh And there's a lot of players that don't want to abandon their families to go and do that. One of the compromises that the NHL and the PA have been working on, and it's still a major roadblock, but to that point about the players leaving their families and homes, is that there are rumors that as they progress through the playoffs, if this COVID thing starts to get a little bit better, they might be playing the Stanley Cup Finals, the Conference Finals, at home arenas. Now, that doesn't do big for fans because fans won't still be allowed, but it will be a, uh incentive for the players to play a little bit harder. They may be able to play in their home arenas for the uh, last two rounds of the playoffs. Oh, I like that. Another thing on that note, I did see, too, that uh, if these players don't have permanent residences in their cities when they go back, this is part of the Phase 2 protocol for the informal skate stuff that will start happening here in the next month. If they don't have, uh, let's say, if they don't have uh, an apartment or a house in the city that they play for, the team is on the hook for hooking them up with a hotel room and giving these guys a place to stay and a place to live during that time. Better be fucking nice, pal. They got a fifteen hundred dollar budget. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a uh, world traveler. I don't know how well you can do per on night? that budget. Fifteen hundred bucks per uh, night. I 
I wasn't clear in that uh, document that got sent out that Nick uh, asked me to read. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. That, uh, you volunteered. Well, I just got, I got to take a shot. I got to take a shot. Um, no, it wasn't clear if it was $1,500 per night or $1,500 compensation for the uh, week of Faith Tour, whenever that takes place. Oh but God. that is the compensation. And they're also, to your point, Nick, about the players being able to be put up in a hotel, there are cases where the NHL is saying, if you're a player in an NHL city and you can't get out in a different NHL city, so let's say you're a guy like Sidney Crosby and you're living in Toronto. Now, I don't know where he lives, but if that's the case, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Come on, have some fucking Sydney, respect for yeah, yeah, is he in Halifax? I know he's from Nova Scotia. I didn't know if he was there permanently. But if there's a player that's in a different NHL city, that player can ask that NHL city to allow him to use their facility oh. work out in. Smart. So, Sydney I mean, better not how be great in there. That, how great right, would that scout. be pick up if you're an things. NHL player oh, and you butt. are practicing, you play for the Rangers, you're in Florida, you ask the Panthers to use the facility – it might be a playoff matchup, and the Panthers are like, no, you can't use our facility. Gamesmanship. Laugh to love it. Hey, NRD, I got a question for you. I don't know if you've heard anything about this. Have you heard, for instance, uh, you know, you're, you're put in this bubble of the hotel. Is it going to be training camp style where you can't leave the hotel? You have curfew. You have to eat hotel food. Um, all these things. Have those things been talked about or worked out at all? You go through a bottle of lotion. You're not allowed to share lotion. That is in the memo. You're not allowed to share lotions or gels. Wow, AQ. No, one one complimentary shower cap per team. Um, basically, how that's going to work is when training camp begins in phase three, teams are going to be either they now see. Here's what's tricky: they have not announced where phase three training camp would take place. Whether training camps would take place in these hub cities. And that would mean that because part of the criteria for these hub cities includes having a practice facility in the very close vicinity of the arena. Fuck. But that means ice block slots for these teams saying this team A gets the ice from 1230 to 130, then team B and so on and so forth and training camps in a neutral site. Or facilities would be open for training camps in each team's uh, own city. And with that, yes, the NHL as part of their phase two document said that as far as food goes, AQ, that is to be personal pre-packed meals by the team's nutritional staff and sent home with the team. The team's not allowed to eat uh, together. So if the teams do end up in hotels, I would assume, to your point, yeah, the teams would not be allowed to leave the hotels. The players would kind of have to quarantine in by themselves or in a group of two, no more. Well, if the home team's allowed to practice, if they're doing training camps at their facility, that means they're allowed to practice at their facility. Why wouldn't you just... Why wouldn't you just... Go home. And, yeah, no, if that's, yeah, if that's, if that's where training camps are. I was just uh, going off of a huge point where if the teams are in a hotel for training camp, no, yeah, that I'm not, they would uh, – I'm not talking be, about for you. I'm talking about if, the, if they are doing the at-home training camp at their own facility, what's holding them back from having games at their facility then instead of just doing the hub city thing? Oh, good point. I uh, was a little confused in your question there. Uh, infrastructure. Uh, infrastructure is the main thing. To get TVs into these barns, these little practice facilities, I know oh. I've been to a few practice facilities around the NHL. There's a couple of teams like the Washington Capitals. I know Lemieux Center over by Pittsburgh is a uh, is a state-of-the-art facility, but there's some other facilities that are just small little barns that the teams practice in still, and I don't know if the infrastructure would be there to get the uh, the cameras 
and the league personnel and the health professionals in place to uh, make that happen. I'm not sure the Red Wings even have an indoor practice facility like the Bengals in the NFL. I was going to say, you know, it's just like the Bengals you bring up. They not even have an indoor practice facility could cause problems. Brand new stadium, fellas. Brand new Little Caesars Arena. Have some respect. Little Caesars. Not bad, by the way, Little Caesars. All right, NRD. Have you heard anything about the hubs? Like who? We we saw the list of 10, but do you have any info on who's got a better shot than who? And we talked about Pittsburgh, the practice facility being about 20, 30 minutes away in Cranberry as opposed to the arena being downtown. I know Columbus, I'm pretty sure their practice facility is adjacent to their arena, so I think they're in a good spot and pretty centrally located. Yeah, so Gary Bettman uh, on uh, NBC Sportsnet and NHL.com yesterday when he made that announcement, he said that they are about three to four weeks away from announcing hub cities, and part of the reason for that is because if you lock yourself into a couple of hub cities and then there's another spike in cases, now you really really kind of screwed yourself by locking yourself into uh, two locations. But with that being said, I would say it's safe to say at this point that Las Vegas is a lock for one of those uh, one of those hub That's cities. What I'm they have the uh, practice facility, they have the T-Mobile Arena, which is state of the art. And if I'm not mistaken, Vegas has at least a couple of hotels there by the arena that the uh, players can take over for the uh, duration of the tournament. Fucking nice ones too. You stay at the Cosmo, you get nice that ones, view. right? Nice mm-hmm. ones, right? Oh yeah, nice ones, pal. Hey, Be- uh, great hotels. Besides Vegas. Uh, Columbus is another uh, location with that has their practice facility, like you said, adjacent to the arena. They have a downtown area with a bunch of hotels as well. There's a bunch of Canadian cities on that list, three Toronto, Vancouver, and Edmonton, that are all vying to host the NHL playoffs. Right now, there's a standoff going on between the NHL and the Canadian government. The Canadian government is requiring a 14-day quarantine for all uh people crossing the border into Canada, including hockey players. There's no exemption for uh, athletes at this point. And the NHL is basically saying to the Canadian government, we can't hold the playoffs there if you're requiring this 14-day quarantine because it'll, it's going to set our calendar too far back. We're at the point right now where we're willing to take this as far as we can go into the new year to finish this season, but there's no time for delays like 14-day quarantine. So right now, the Canadian cities, Edmonton was the lead city as far as Canadian cities go. But that's a little bit on the back burner right now. And Columbus and Las Vegas are looking like two very strong candidates. We'll see in three to four weeks, but that's what the sources are saying right now. Okay, last question I got for you is uh, we Batman basically said they're okay starting next season later in November, December, January, whatever it may be. Could even kick off with the Winter Classic, which wouldn't be a bad idea. Is that potentially a permanent change that we could see the NHL schedule where they're starting the season later in the winter and playing longer in the summer months when they're only competing them with like regular season baseball? Absolutely. And I, I have to be honest with you. I have not seen anybody talking about this besides NRD on their Twitter feed or in publications or anything like that. Did you, I know I just, I've been all over. Did you just third person your Twitter account right there? I did. NRD is a brand, Pat. I got to grow the brand. You know all about for the brand. Um, Respect Yeah, no, there's uh, – there's a lot of rumors behind the scenes that Gary Bettman is completely on board with moving the league calendar permanently starting in December and finishing this up in mid to late July because of multiple reasons. Number one, they have a big TV deal coming up next year. Their contract with NBC is expiring, and there's expected to be a ton of bidders for the NHL's TV rights. ESPN, Disney is supposedly supposed to get back into the mix. Fox is interested. I don't know about Turner Sports and CBS yet, and NBC also wants to rebid for their rights. And with that, 
Think about the NHL and how they, they stand as a sport in North America. They're number four out of the four major sports leagues. How great would it be if the NHL started a little bit later than the NBA and towards the end of the NFL season and the only competition for the NHL as they head into their playoff push would be regular season MLB on the television. That would be big money for the NHL. And a lot of the owners and Gary Bettman behind the scenes are talking about moving that league year permanently forward depending on how this next season goes. Well, I'm all for it because uh, baseball's pretty much dead. Sorry, Ty, but we all know it's dead. Uh, all right, NRD, thank you. AQ, you got anything else? No, that's it. Thanks, NRD. No, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. NRD, good luck out there, Bob, in your bat cave. I appreciate it, Pat. Thank you for having me on. Who are some of your uh, sources? You, how high up do your sources go, NRD? Pretty uh, pretty high up the chain. I um, Let's just say this. Uh, there's some high-level people in a bunch of organizations that might or may not, I'm not accusing anybody, uh, talk too much, and uh, that's why we get good hits at NRD, and hopefully we keep that going. Do you have any other people tweeting from NRD, or is it just you? It is just me. There's nobody else on NRD. I like that we talk that you got going on. You know what I mean? By the way, first of all, it's a very hockey thing. If you ever listen to hockey players, it's always we, it's always we. Second of all, NRD's a free agent, so I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. And NRD's a free agent, so what would you do? Uh, what would you do? You don't show your fucking face, so what would you do? You just you'd be uh, like a, a daily insider type thing. Um, if uh, I, NRD could do a face reveal if we get something going, if we get if we get something interesting going. Uh, NRD, that could be the big thing. That could be the but big thing moving forward. I don't. But uh, yeah, no. All, uh, all joking aside, I, I do appreciate the plug that you gave me on uh, on your show the other day, and I'm happy to do this, obviously, on your platform because I love you guys. So. Well, I'm just trying to figure out what you would do. Like, hey, if we're going to get you a job, let's figure out what you would do. If it's not with us, maybe it's somebody else that's listening. What would NRD do? For instance, we have a daily radio show, so would you? how many updates do you think the NHL world could handle in being relevant? Like, how many updates, aside from this particular world, in a regular hockey season? Is there a lot of updates that NRD gets that the world doesn't hear? Yeah, there's things that change rapidly, especially after the season gets going. So the season kicks off normally in a normal calendar in October. By the time late November, December's rolling around, we're heading into a bunch of trade talks going on between teams. There's a lot of rumors flying at that time of year. A couple of big trades this past season happened well before February's trade deadline. So there are things going on behind the scenes almost constantly in the NHL. Trade deadline Sometimes is they're rabid. big blockbusters, and uh, other times they're solid hockey deals. But either way, there's stuff going on. People, people will slit throats to get good trade deadline info. Bro, mm-hmm. hashtag NRD bomb was his last tweet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a big NRD, but I'm a big NRD guy. I want to let you know that maybe you'll probably hear from us here in the, uh, the near future, if I had to guess. I appreciate that, Pat. Thank you very much. We, 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 selfish. We already sold out. You even get selfish son of a bitch. We appreciate that, Pat. Thank you very much. (laughs) All right, brother. Thanks for the info. Keep us plugged in. Keep doing your thing. Uh, And everybody, thanks for listening. We appreciate you keeping up with us. Uh, We'll try and keep you as filled in as we can with everything going on. Uh, In the meantime, while you're bored, go to the store. Go to store.patmanifshow.com. Got a lot of merch coming more every day. Just ideas flowing out of this place like water. It's crazy. AQ, you got anything you want to plug? And that's hockey talk. Cheers. Nailed it. Nice.